It's April, my friends. Welcome into the first Monday of it. Um, I, by the sounds of it, everyone had a record March, which I am glad to hear our industry continues to thrive and more people want to buy cars. And that's what brings me to today's episode, which is what the fuck do we know about the customer journey? Really? What do we know about it? Because recently uh, I do... I influence or help negotiate probably 20 plus car deals a year, friends, family, people who work at other places, etc. And so lately though, I've taken a real interest in how they arrived at my door. What did they do? What were they going through? How are the hassles? And then online, anywhere I see it, I've been reading more and more about it. Everyone knows my girl Kelsey. I've referenced her Subaru story a hundred times, five hours, ridiculous. Um, you know, but what I didn't get into with her and hoping to still have this conversation with her at some point, which is, and it's tough because she's in the car business. So really, if you're in the car business, it makes this, the, the, the cycle difficult to inspect, right? So in my case, in the car business, recently leased a vehicle only because the other lease had expired and I had already approached my wife on what we were looking for next and made a decision. And so there was no... There was no research, there was nothing that had happened. It was, okay, as soon as this lease is over, this will be the next lease, done. End of conversation. My parents, same thing. Parents were in a lease. Hey, did you know your car has never been worth more they hear from their dealer, which is also someone they both work part-time, driving the parts truck. See, I even got my parents into this crazy business. <laughs> uh, but the point was, see, they were in the business though. So right away they felt connected. And so they thought, well, if we're gonna get a lease and this, they didn't ask questions. It fit their budget, they moved on. That's how they rolled. Okay, great, I'm in the same boat. Okay, wonderful. Those are new cars though, right? So you think to yourself, it's gonna get different when you start looking at used, and it does a little bit. So my wife and I have a, a facialist, young girl, helps us out with that sort of thing. The skin, you know, make it beautiful. And we were talking with her on our last visit, and she said, oh my God, I bought a car. And, and so I don't know Steffi, you don't think she knew what we did in that regard, right? I mean, no, no one really, ever no one really knows what we do. So I don't even really think she knew I was connected. And so she just kind of was like, oh God, the worst experience. Like spent all day. I, I got a Jeep. I didn't want one. I wanted a Toyota. Like she's just miserable, this poor girl, right? And I was just yeah. like, okay, well, can you, you know, talk me through your journey? How, how did you get here? Were you, were you at places like Auto Trader or Cars.com? And she's like, yeah. I said, okay, well, you're talking about your in-store experience. Even with COVID, didn't you like have the option to do things online? She's like, no. I said, well, are you aware of people like Carvana and Vroom deliver cars or to leave your house? No. I thought, how is this possible? Right? This is a 20-something gal who's trying to buy a vehicle. You'd think that would come up somewhere. It did not. It did not. Some third parties. And then once she was started telling people, her friends, that she was looking for a car, the referrals flooded in, right? She trusted one referral and got burned, but she didn't do anything about it. She still bought the car, still spent five hours of her life going through a transaction at a dealership during COVID, okay? And so that's, her research phase was 30 days uh, old and driven by the fact that her old car died. Okay, all right. So now we're moving forward. I am hearing more about the journey. And then uh, we're on LinkedIn a couple days ago and a young man posts about getting himself a new Raptor and how his, he bought it online, 10 minutes, talk to no one. Damn, that's impressive, dude. 
But I got more questions. So I asked him, and this gentleman was gracious enough to answer them for me, and I appreciated it because it helped me understand more. He referenced one third-party site, okay, as part of his three-month research phase. One third-party site. That is all. CarMax, Carvana, YouTube. Uh, a, a gentleman that it's someone who does reviews uh, for on YouTube, big following. He he mentioned him by name. Uh, I don't remember the name, which is why I'm not telling it to you. It's not I'm not trying to be weird or anything. I just don't remember the name. Uh, and then he mentioned forums, right? So now I'm like, geez, you know, here I am doing what I do for a living, talking the way I talk to people, thinking to myself, what the fuck do we really know about the customer journey? Because what drives the majority of people to buy cars? What I'm finding isn't what a lot of marketers and people in the world would believe, have you believe that it is. Most of this is still coming down to referrals. So then we go and we look at my business partner who decided it was time to get himself. He, he's turning 40. I don't think it might me telling you that. If he does, then I'm sorry. But he's turning 40. Yeah, he's turning 40. I mean, he can edit this out, frankly. It is his call. So if, if this does not appear... He edited it out. Um, and, so, and so he says, all right, dude, look, I this is I know the car I want. It's the Subaru such and such and such and such and such. This is what I want. Okay, cool. Did you look locally? Yeah. Okay. But we have a thing in our, we do business with people who do business with us. Well, people say, well, Sean, you don't have a Subaru dealer near you. Yeah, I don't know what that has to do with nothing. Okay. You want to know why? Because I work with one of the biggest sewer dealerships in the Western Hemisphere. And when we do that, we know that they're willing to do business anywhere in the country. So he looks around locally, finds stock for the specific cars, very lean here in Wisconsin, probably for a reason, right? Just, I mean, the car he's looking for is specific. But he goes out to the store, a client of ours in Colorado, Valley Subaru, and he finds they got a ton of them. And one of them is actually the one he wants is on its way to the store. It isn't even there yet. He's in. He knows he's going to have to pay for shipping. Okay. And he says to me, Shawnee, I'm buying this thing. For what? I'm going to buy it. Yeah, yeah. It's, my, it's the car. I'm not going to. I'm like, have you driven it? No. No. So we're about to transact on 40 grand. We haven't driven the car. Nope. I said, this isn't a return policy thing, Jeff. No, I know. I'm, I'm fine. Okay. All right. I wouldn't do that. And here's why. I would lease it. So if anyone in the world right now is listening to this show and you're thinking about leasing or purchasing, lease the car if it's a new car, all right? Because if you end up buying it basically sight unseen, having it shipped to your front door, which you should, if your local dealer is a hassle on you, you should look outside of it and who will bring it to your door. And if you don't know someone, I do. But when you do that, you'll find that you may pay more. You'll find that it may take slightly longer to get car from ink to in your driveway. But when it's over, you'll be satisfied that you shopped around because it's a lease. If the lease is over and you hated the car, that's what I tell Jeff. Jeff, you hate the car. You give it back. You love the car. You buy it. Who cares? You already were down the funnel. You already had a discount. You've already taken the depreciate. You're good. I've, I've recommended to anyone buying cars. Don't buy a car the first time you bought. Lease it. Just make sure shit changes. The world changes. You never know what you're going to need. I bet a lot of people in the last year wish they had bigger cars they had leased or been able to get out of their smaller cars if they could have. So remember, 
And Jeff ended up leasing, right call, shipped to his door. All these things happened, boom, boom, boom. His research phase was only about the unit itself. It was never going to be in his case because he's connected, right? Six degrees of separation to the car business, if you will. <laughs> and he, he just, he knew how he was gonna get back there. So I realized that as I tell you this, I haven't talked to a bunch of people who aren't some way connected or getting referrals to the car business. But that's only five. I would say the other five of the 10 that I've talked to took somewhat of traditional journeys, but all started by doing localized searches, looking for a piece of inventory. Inventory drives what people are looking for. Everyone I talked to, the one common theme that I heard that I, everybody I talked to, new car, used car, lease, didn't matter, pay cash. Price had nothing to do with it, except for one girl. And she hated her experience because her price limited to one thing. The dealer put her in the price hole and that was it. Had she done more research, had she been better at being consumer, because all those tools are out there, maybe it wouldn't have sucked so bad. All right? So when you're looking for a car, take your time, talk to everybody you know, shop around, do all those things online. And then if you want to buy a car online, if you want to buy a car in person, however you want to buy it, make sure who's going to sell it to you wants and does exactly as you ask. If they don't, Go find someone who will. Whoo! That's a lot. But you know what? Our business deserves it. So be better, do better. Thank you so much. We'll see you again next week.